0: hello everyone and welcome back um, today I will be discussing uh, the tingling uh, the ringing in the ears it's something that I know that I suffer with and I've been suffering with it for many many years but is have gotten a lot worse uh, for me and more noticeable to me as the years have went by, um, is you know the tingling in my ears is is a noise. It's like a ringing sometimes that it it rings so loud that I think I'd be wondering, can other people hear it? You know around me, and I'd be asking my daughter, can you hear that? And she'd be like, what is you talking about? I'm like, you don't hear that ringing? And she like, it's in your head, mommy. It's in your head. I don't hear it. So that, you know, that's when I first started noticing, and now it's just getting louder. Um, sometimes it's like a buzzing sound Sometimes it's like a hissing sound, also like those in my ears, and the buzzing sound is 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 more an- annoying than the ringing and the hissing because it's like in my ears and I can't stop it, you know, and I be, you know, putting my finger trying to you know you know stop the noise and it doesn't help i mean you know and i talked to the doctor about it the uh, ear nose throat doctor and he said most of the time it's triggered you know from stress uh tension anxiety depression you know and some medications that you can take can, you know cause that also, but it's, you know, that's part of, you know, having lupus, you know, because, you know, it, it's an autoimmune disease and that ringing is, is it, come from, you know, you have an autoimmune disease, you know, like a lupus, RA, you know, those, you get those, those buzzing sounds, you know, and the ringing and stuff like that. You know, and, and, you know, it just, you know, because if you don't have the lupus or the RA, you could, you know, you could have diabetes, can uh, cause that to happen, thalgamide allergy can cause it to make it happen, allergies, um, your vitamin level, you know, homo- your hormonal changes, you know, all those things takes a factor and, you know, you're hearing these uh, ringing and buzzing and whisper and, you know, noises, you know, in your, in your, in your ears. You know, and a lot of people thinking, you know, oh, it's, you know, it's just crazy, you know. It's not crazy. It, it, it actually happens. You can hear it. You know, when it happened to you, then you understand what I'm talking about. You know, and it can come from your thyroids, you know because I was talking to a lot of the people you know on our uh lupus uh chat, and a lot of them you know saying you know they they have that same problem, you know the buzzing the you know uh, the ringing and stuff like that, and a lot of them you know they have lupus, but they have other factors that interfere, you know, that goes along with their lupus, like with diabetes, or a lot of them have um, different allergies and stuff like that, you know, and it's, it's hard to be able to explain these things to a person that doesn't have this that's going on in their life, but, you know, this is something that I live with every day. And I'm not here uh, just telling you these things because they're, you know, I don't know nothing about it. I'm telling you because they happen to me every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So this is real to me, you know, and... And I know it's probably real to the people that's out there that's going through the same thing. You're not alone. A lot of us go through this now, trying to have figure out how to stop this. I haven't came up with a way yet. <laughs> you know, I don't think that you know my doctors do do they they do hearing tests to make sure I'm not losing my hearing. You know. Because you know, cause it can get to that bad that the sound can get so bad to you, it will make you lose your hearing. So you know, and loud noises triggers me. You know, I can't stand really, really loud noises. That really triggers uh, the ringing in my ears, real fast. You know, and. That is something that I'm trying to learn to, you know, deal with. You know, if I'm going to go somewhere that's going to be really, really loud, I take earplugs and put them in my ear. Or if I don't have earplugs, I put tissue or something or cotton balls in my ear. So it'll try to mimic some of the sound. You know because um, it it just you know you you understand if you if you going through this that that ringing that buzzing that hissing sound that thumping boom boom in your ear is annoying you know and sometimes it's so bad when people talk to me I'm like excuse me what did you say And, and like you didn't hear me and it's hard to explain to them no. I caught bits and pieces because when your ears are thumping and buzzing and ringing, you don't get the whole conversation. You don't get the whole sentence of someone talking to you because your ears, you're not focusing on them. Your brain is focusing on what's going on inside your your ears, right down inside your head. So it's hard to, you know, concentrate at times. You know, uh, sometimes. Uh, when I be doing uh try to do my uh, cooking shows or something and my ears start the buzzing and stuff I had to stop because it gets to that point where I can't concentrate you know when I'm trying to get out to people and it's just the same way if I'm doing a podcast at the start don't, you know get the ring too, too bad I would cut it and start all over you know from the beginning you know because it's part of my life that I I go through every day, and it just to the point now I'm I'm used to it, and I is you no know, I expect you no know, what's gonna happen, and a lot of the um, the people that I talk to say that you no. Know, the triggering for them with the ringing and the loud noise is like if they you know they're taking medication like over-the-counter medication and stuff like that or anti <clears throat> and and depressants <laughs> my mouth is and uh medication and you know cancer drugs a lot of the people that um and when I get my chemo, they be, they be talking about, you know, ever since they started chemo, their ears ring a lot, a lot. And they said, that the doctor said, no, that's from the medication. So, you know, a lot of medication have a lot of different side effects. And I would have never thought that a medication would give you a side effect of making your ears ring, uh, make those different sounds and stuff in it. And I know that with medication and autoimmune disease, yes, they, you know, it does happen. I know I have um, maybe every two years I have to go in and they have to uh, flush my ears because I have like a uh, wax buildup that's so deep down in there where I can't, you know, take a little, you know, something that, you know, like flush water in it and wash it out. They have to go in and take it out they, for me. And it feels a lot better when they do that because it, it releases the pressure off of my eardrum. And I haven't had that done in, like, now, in two years, going on three years now. But I uh, got these eardrops, that I drop in my ear to help keep wax from building up in my ear. So that's been helping me so far. But it, the ringing part it ain't it ain't helping that at all and the buzzing and the hissing sound all that it's not that is not going anywhere. But, you know, as I said when I first went to the point where I had wax buildup in my ear till I couldn't hear in one of my ears. And it was always like like when you swimming, you feel like you hear water swishing. That's what I heard in my in my ear all the time. So I went to the ear throat doctor, and he looked in there because at first it went to my, um, Internal medicine doctor, and they tried to flush it out. Cause he said it was uh, wax buildup, so they tried to flush it out there in in the office, but it wouldn't come out. So that's when he sent me to see the ear and throat doctor. So when I went to go see them, he took a look in there, and he said, "Oh, um, I noticed that they said that they tried to flush it, so that it it wouldn't come out. So he had to take a little vacuum and go in and suck it out. And when he pulled it, started sucking it out, I could feel the pressure. It was like a big relief. I could actually hear, you know, and for maybe two to three months, I didn't have that ringing in my ears or the buzzing or the the you no know, thumping sound, none of that. I didn't have that for about two or three months, and it felt good. And then after that, it's gradually start coming back. The, the little buzzing sounds, the little hissing sounds, the ringing sounds, and they all start coming back again. But, you know, that's just life. That's something that I have to deal with. You know, and um, I suffer with high blood pressure. So a lot of times, you know, I get stressed. Like I said, these last past five months have been very stressful on me and my family. Uh, and um it's getting better. Uh, but um you know, that has a factor too that will make your ears set you off because by you being stressed, you know, you you know, it's hard to control the stress. It's easy to say not to get stressed, but Sometimes you can't help it, and I know, you know. I try my best not to be stressed out, but it happens. You know. It 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 happens to all of us, and we just have to you know learn how to deal with it and uh, keep it moving, and that's that's all I can do is you know is say that it just keep it moving because that is life. You know, it doesn't you know, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, my health is not getting any better, you know, and I have came to terms with that many years ago that I knew that I wasn't going to get better unless, you know, my heavenly father decided to to do that, and I know he's the only person that can do this, It's change what I'm going through. But I have accepted my life the way it is, and I live it to the fullest. It's my ability, I can, because, you know, I just had hand surgery done, and that's going to be another, uh, that's going to be a year and a half of re- uh, of recovery going through physical therapy, learning how to rewrite with my right hand because that's my dominant hand. So it's a lot that I go through every day, and it's stressful. You know, if I didn't have my lupus group to talk to, I probably would be more stressed and depressed like most people are. But there are groups out there. There are people out there that going through the same thing you're going through. You just have to search and find them, and you all can be able to communicate because you all know what y'all exactly what you're going through and support each other. Because a person that that's not going through what you're going through, they can't understand what you're going through. They can't give you the support that you need they can support you but they can't give you that, that support and comfort that you need to understand what you're going through until they start if they till they have to go through that. But if somebody already going through what you're going through, we understand, you know, I definitely understand. I understand anyone that going through any kind of medical issue because it's not easy. It's not easy at all. You know and cancer, all that. It's not easy, you know, to be able to deal with those things, you know, on a day-to-day basis. But I have faith, and I keep believing that things will get better at times. You know, it will. And if it don't, I have accepted that. But the time that I do have, I'm going to enjoy that and I'm going to try to get my word out and let people see where I'm coming from because I have came a very long ways from when I first got diagnosed. My life have been through shambles. It ain't been pretty. It haven't been roses and, and all that. I have had a lot of hardships and I'm still going through hardships but i don't let that stop me from trying to be who i am and do what i can do you know people looks at me like you know you never slow down i don't i can't i feel if i slow down my life start to slow down and Yes, I have have only one good working hand, but I can go in my kitchen, and I can cook a full meal for my family, and for another family also. That's how determined I am to not to let my disability control my life. Because if I just sit back and look at my hand and say, oh, it's going to be a whole year. I'm not going to be able to do nothing with my hand. I'm going to have to go to physical therapy. I'm not going to let that... I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm going to dwell on what I can do. If I can help someone, I'm going to do that. It's just like we had a new a family in our ward. Just had a new baby. And we do, like, meal trains and stuff. I signed up for it and... Uh, The coordinator she called me she's like do you just have surgery on your hand I'm like yeah and you know and she said you gonna be able to do this I'm like yeah if I can go in there and cook three different meals for my family why can't fix one meal for one family you know and this was just this past weekend Um, I made three different meals with one filling my family, <coughs> excuse me, so if I can do that for my family I know I can do that for another family and that's only just one meal I'm about to make. So like I told you know I don't limit myself to not being able to do for myself or others. I enjoy helping other people. I enjoy being able to do things for people because it takes my mind off of my problem, my medical issue. And with this ringing and and all that buzzing and hissing sound, me doing stuff helps me not to think about it because if I'm not doing anything and I'm just sitting around that's when my mind gets the wondering, and then that, that's when the, the sounds start because then i'm I'm getting anxiety, I'm getting stressed, and then I bring all that on. But when if I don't think about it and I have something to keep my mind going, I'm fine, you know, but I have learned how to deal with the buzzing and the ringing and the hissing sounds by putting myself into something good to do something good, to do other things. If it ain't number, t- get the a vacuum and vacuuming. I got one hand and I can still vacuum. You know, I clean my whole house with one hand. And that helps me keep my mind From wondering, you know, and when you mind wondering you start stressing about the little things, that's when you set off your triggers and then with the noise, you know. um, Like I said, I I still live in the same apartment complex, just a different building, different people, and everywhere you, you go you got noisy people, and I learned to try, when living next door to people, I learned to try to tune that out because that's them making the noise, not me. But the noise triggers my ringing and stuff in my ears. So, like I said, when they start making noise and stuff, playing their music loud, I get me my headphones, put them on, or put some earplugs in my ear to minimize me from hearing that noise to t- keep it from triggering me because it's easy to get your triggers to go off but it's hard to get them to turn off you know it's very easy to trigger them but it's hard to get them to go off and that's something you know that you know they do, but you know I haven't got to that point where my uh, doctor don't have to say, "Oh, we need a CT scan of your ears or MRIs and nothing like that." But you know I can still hear. They do the hearing tests. I can still hear. So my I haven't lost any of my hearing. It's just the buzzing and the ringing and all that but it's that's just part of having an autoimmune disease. It is a lot of different things that goes along with having autoimmune disease. So, I just you know wanted to share my experience with you guys. That's all I am here to do is share my experience. And if you <clears throat> having any of these symptoms or anything like that, talk to your doctors and Find out, you know, what's going on, you know, because you could have wax buildup or anything, you know, just talk to them, let them know, let them check it out. Y'all discuss what y'all going to go, what route y'all want to go. Because, you know, for me, I always talk to my doctors and try to find out a better route for me to help me. And I go through so many doctors, so many, you know. Until I get one that actually listen, and get one that actually want to do something to help me, not look at me like, "Oh, it's all in your head." And I know it's in my head, but can you help me get it out? Uh, stop it. You know, w- whatever. You know, it just it's hard to get people to understand at times, especially if they're not going through it. And then you, these doctors, they only know book stuff. A lot of them doesn't not going through what you're going through so they don't know your body they only know what textbooks tell them but you have a live live living breathing person right in front of you telling you exactly how they feeling and you trying to tell them how they're supposed to feel oh this is not happening oh it's happening you know now what you're going to do about it is how you going to help me and then I feel if you don't want to try to help me, it's time for me to move forward and find somebody else that will listen and help me. So I hope this helped you guys to understand the ringing uh, and the tingling in the ears because um, it's real. It's not in your imagination that you hear these noises, it's real. I live it every day. And again, I'd like to thank you all for being here, being patient with me, and I am gonna do my best to constantly keep getting more information out to you guys about what's going on with me and my day-to-day life or how I'm living with this. It's not nothing that somebody can go, where I can go online and look it up and say, oh, this is, no, this is something that actually is happening to me. This is my life. This is how I live every day with all these autoimmune diseases that I have and the triggers, the side effects, and everything. This is me being truthful and honest to you guys about how I live from day to day with my disease. Namaste.